welcome to Tech Talk to Ligona. Our guest today is Mihal Hosmani, a current graduate student pursuing Master's in Machine Learning at Stevenson Institute of Technology. Prior to this, Snehal worked as a software engineer at Sony India Center, where she worked on the integration solutions, Python, and automation for the Sony Electronic Department. Snehal talks about how she got inspired to pursue machine learning, and why she opted for machine learning, and why she decided to leave a good paying job and go back for graduate school. Please join us as we talk about how this is going to change her life for the future and why she thinks machine learning is the best option for her. Hello, Nihal. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Madonna. Hi. (laughs) How are you doing today? I am so great. And I'm so happy that we do this on Fridays because it always feels like, oh, it's a Friday. And... and Not in a bad way, but actually in a nice way where I'm like, yeah, I really enjoy it being the last day of the week. Yeah. Kind of. And then Saturdays and Sundays are just resting and resting. Yes. And relaxing. So, Snehal, do you mind introducing yourself? Yes, sure. So, I'm Snehal Hosmani. Uh, I am currently studying machine learning at Stevens Institute of Technology. I'm a graduate student. Mm-hmm. So I just moved to USA. Uh, so it's been like just a month and a half. Prior to this, I was working as a software engineer yeah. at Sony India Software Center for almost about four years. Wow. So over there, I worked uh, you know, for Sony Electronics um, on the integration platform. So mm-hmm. that's all about me. Actually, there's a lot there because I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. impressed by your path. Because it mm-hmm. does feel like you actually opted to quit working and pursue graduate school. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that actually a mentor reached out to me, a student, not mm-hmm. a student. Actually, she was working and she reached out to me asking mm-hmm. me if mm-hmm. I would offer any advice because she wanted mm-hmm. to actually also stop working and mm-hmm. go back to do graduate school like a PhD. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what to tell her. So what what can you tell her about that? What can you tell So, you know, if somebody asked me if, you know, they want to go back to graduate school and is it worth it? I I mean, my answer would be definitely a big yes. Because honestly, I mean, see, we all know that we have all the resources out there. Like, you want to learn machine learning, you want to learn data science, you want to learn digital marketing, you find everything online. Like, everything is online and you can probably complete it in, you know, six months at your own pace. But, you know, I kind of prefer graduate school over online because graduate school kind of gives me that environment. I have peers. I have professors who I can talk to. I get to interact with professors who are doing such great research in those areas. And I get to know so many different perspectives from my peers in college when I interact with them. So, I mean, that is something that one misses out if they don't attend graduate school so if you if you have a chance to attend a school you should definitely do it like i mean that's my suggestion it's okay take that leap of faith it's okay i mean i mean i was working okay i was like a software engineer i was working for four years and i was being paid a good amount but it was kind of you know i mean it, it was not in the path that I wanted to pursue. So I was like, wait, let me just pivot. 
it's okay i'll just take a two year break or something and i know it's going to benefit me later i'm going to make sure that it benefits me later and and thank thanks to my parents they supported me and here here i am now pursuing my you know graduate school so if anybody wants to take that leap of faith the answer is a definite yes you should do it for sure just make sure to utilize all the resources <laughs> because it was yeah it was cool. so spontaneous yeah i know <laughs> okay so mm-hmm. snehal i wanted to ask mm-hmm. you why machine learning mm-hmm. okay so okay i mean i mean computer science in general or anything related to computers has always interested me yeah i mean i just you know i really go back to the basics like where does it all start and the software side of it and it just blows my mind like it's just two digits one and zero yeah and you know the things that is happening like we are able to talk now yeah. and there are so many things out there happening like you know chips being manufactured yeah uh, prosthetic legs or you know so many automation like self driving cars yes so many improvements i mean it's it's no doubt that machine learning and ai is our future i mean we are going to advance for sure we are going to be smart in every possible way mm-hmm. we are going to have these automations in our lives yeah. i mean i'm pretty sure in decade or two we will have all these self i mean assisting uh, robots or whatever i know that you know whatever you see in those yeah. sci-fi movies that yeah. is going to happen very oh, soon i like that yeah um, so i Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of it that's why. Oh, that's Machine amazing. Learning. So funny yeah. enough, I'm also a sci- sci-fi like fanatic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um I also did do a little bit of machine learning like in research mm-hmm. just on the side before like I I really stayed mm-hmm. in Android. But mm-hmm. you're right, I I do like machine learning and mm-hmm. deep learning and artificial mm-hmm. intelligence is pretty good stuff. And yeah. I worked with a company where we used to build AR core where we would mm-hmm. visualize um Mm-hmm. visualize like the house in a way where you can place measurements uh-huh. it's like vr which is yeah. which is super cool now yeah. machine learning is actually transforming businesses right yeah. and mm-hmm. i'm wondering what stack do you learn mm-hmm. at school cuz may- mm-hmm. maybe somebody might be interested in to know in what stack actually mm-hmm. do they teach or what stack use does machine learning yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so right now i have like uh, two courses that i take uh, which Uh, you know our machine learning courses so basically what i observed in school and what i observe in any online program is that yeah. in school they delve a lot into mathematics the basics so that our foundation is very strong mm-hmm. so even the assignments that we get even though we have numerous libraries that will get our work done in just one sentence mm-hmm. they want us to you know do it by ourselves like write the whole code by ourselves so that we know the mathematics that's happening behind it oh, so yeah. right now we are just dealing with two libraries that is numpy and pandas yeah. and doing all sorts of matrix constructions calculations you know i mean even if it's a simple algorithm like tf idf you know yeah. uh, just weighing the word document yeah we have to do it by ourselves like they are like strictly no using of libraries because we want you to know what That's is actually true. happening behind it so mm-hmm. when i mean that's what so if to answer your question what stack uh, mm-hmm. my college uses so mm-hmm. i can literally say two libraries numpy and pandas as of now because i'm in first semester yeah but me speaking to my seniors 
so they do, I mean, we do end up using libraries like TensorFlow and Keras for our yeah. projects. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, uh, in graduate school particularly, Mm -hmm. They will probably concentrate more on math, your basic knowledge of math. They'll make sure that your foundation is strong. Yeah. And then it's left to you how you utilize the knowledge that you have gotten yeah. and how you use all the tools out there. Yeah. So I have another course called Big Data Technology. So I opted it because right now all the data that we're getting is really big. Yeah. And so machine learning has to work with big data, you know, uh, simultaneously, they have to kind of join hands and work. Yeah. And right now, all the algorithms that we have, most of the algorithms that are designed, even ML algorithms, mm -hmm. they are uh, designed in a, they're not designed in a way to handle big data. Yeah. So this course is so great. Like I've been reading papers, like, you know, white papers from Google, from Twitter, their experience with, you know, how they handled their infrastructure for the data, you know, how the data yeah. grew yeah. and how they incorporate these ML algorithms, because in the end, they want to derive, you know, some, like you said, they want to help their business grow yeah. with this big data that they've connected, uh, collected. And they need machine learning algorithms to make some smart, uh, you know, predictions or future predictions. Yes, yes. So these kind of go hand in hand. So I've also taken this course and this course is teaching me in great detail about, you know, mm -hmm. uh, tools like Apache Spark and yeah. uh, the big scripting that goes into big data. So they yeah. all go hand in hand. If you see, I mean, right now I'm an ML major, but I also kind of concentrate on this because I know when I go out in corporate world, I will need a package of this to present myself to recruiters that yes, I know this as well. And I can manage, you know, I can combine two fields and I have this knowledge, basically. Oh, my God. That's a very good point. And I, I think when you mentioned matrix mm -hmm. multiplication, I remembered I mm -hmm. when I was actually doing machine learning, I did a mm -hmm. bit of um, a swim swap. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it does make sense now that there's a lot of matrix and mathematics involved in machine learning. Mm -hmm. Now that you mm -hmm. mentioned it, which is pretty cool. And I think for anybody that's also trying to join or study machine mm -hmm. learning definitely i think the recommendation that you're given there is that they have mm -hmm. to be good in the basics and also mm -hmm. know a little bit of math i do yeah. know however that google already has has provided um a bunch of great libraries already like mm -hmm. that yeah. solve the problem but you're right yeah. i feel like if you want to understand the background yeah. of something is working you have to dig deep yeah. and not use yeah. the libraries yourself yeah yeah so like, yeah so, so i mean like so basically if you want to get into machine learning research then it's a must that you you should know the math that is going behind it Mm -hmm. But if you're just a software engineer and just want to build a small ML app, if you just know that, okay, this, like, if you just have a knowledge, like just, I don't know, like, you know, superficial knowledge that, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. So that you can, uh, you know, in a proper way, in a proper position, you know, call that library to do your work. That is enough. But yeah. if you really want to get deep into machine learning, yes, you should know maths. Uh, I mean, perfect. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> I really love that, and thank you so much for walking us through that. I do have a segment that I added about what tech mm -hmm. you have, or so what mm -hmm. phone do you have, what earbuds do you have, and what phone do you have? Because now it feels like everything now is tech, <laughs> even the yeah. watch you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right. I mean, when I moved to USA, so my aunt bought me uh, iPhone 11. 
Oh, so nice. I, I have that phone. But my laptop is an Acer Predator. So yeah. I, I needed high processing power and I got it at a very good price. Mm-hmm. And it's like I wanted to do, I mean, I want, I mean, there was a phase of mine where I wanted to exp- experiment with video editing and a little bit of gaming. So I thought Acer Predator was the go-to because the specs that it has is amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah, this is Sony headphones. Sony is best. <laughs> So, oh, you don't, do you have a watch? Do you have the tech watch? No, 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 no I yet. don't have the tech watch, not yet. So this was given by my employer. So I oh, mean, nice. so they had, I mean, usually, so you know, you must know Diwali, right? The festival. Uh, our, yes, I, mean, I know Diwali, yeah. yeah. So back in India, it's, it's a big thing. So it's like every major company gives away something or the another to their employees ah, during yeah, that. So that's totally. when I got this. Nice. Actually, let's go back a little bit to your experience as a software engineer at Sony Mm -hmm. and walk Mm -hmm. us through just um, Mm -hmm. uh, like what what, what you used to do, how fun it was or Mm -hmm. like just walk us through it. I just want to learn from you. I want to hear your experience. Yeah, sure. sure. I mean, first of all, my growth at Sony was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially in Sony India, the people there were very supportive like supportive in the sense that I knew MD like me and the Sony India actually the MD was for whole region of uh, um, you know North America and India and other segments yes and he was very friendly like he used to talk to people so the culture in Sony is amazing first thing that so it helped me grow a lot my manager was very supportive I had great mentors oh so I mean so first so I like I said, I worked on integration solutions, right? Yeah. So I used tools. So it was majorly Red Hat Linux. Mm-hmm. And then we oh, had... Oh, Linux. Uh, I like yeah, Linux. Linux. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And on that, we had these tools from IBM mm-hmm. uh, called IBM Ace. And then yeah. also we had another uh, tool. I mean, there was a phase where we had to experiment between MuleSoft and Informatica. Yeah. And also we had, I mean, because most of our servers were on site. Yeah. So we had to kind of, you know, evaluate, like we were planning to move it to AWS or cloud because that's the next big thing. And everyone wants to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I did a little bit of that, you know, just experiment between AWS, G- GCP, and also experiment between Informatica, MuleSoft. But apart from that, majorly all my tasks were, you know, around automating all the things that happened in uh, Linux. So there were so many jobs that required a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So I spent, you know, most of my time writing scripts, either in shell script or Python script and making sure I automated and also build standalone applications for the team so that their work is kind of easy. And, uh, you know, I was talking how supportive all my managers and, you know, uh, people there were. So in in Sony, they conduct this, um, I don't know, competitions, I guess. So basically, they want new ideas coming from employees, right? So they have this innovation forum. So my manager always pushed me, you know, uh, you should do something. And that's how me and another colleague of mine, we collaborated and we created this Sony store assistant. So it's basically... a uh, you know, whenever you walk into a Sony store, mm-hmm. uh, the assistant, a voice assistant will just walk you through. So she'll 
she or he or will keep track of whatever items you purchased and what next item you should purchase that mm-hmm. will you know match with the previous purchase or will just announce your uh, products sony products accordingly wow. so we bit, so we built that assistant tool and it was uh, it was good it was so good that you know we uh, were sent to tokyo to showcase that to all the executives like there was a huge exhibition and they called people from across globe wow. uh, all the sony people Mm-hmm. and then so i think i i don't know there were like so many people who applied but they just chose top uh, probably 30 and they called us to tokyo it was like a five day thing mm-hmm. we had to showcase it to numerous executives mm-hmm. and it's just that you know uh, i think sony does it so that you know they need to know like what they need to work on next like where can they head so that's that was one good thing uh, i mean tokyo was amazing and yeah, the no. people i interacted there with so good so oh, yeah that i love was... one <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i was just concluding so yeah that's my journey with so amazing basically amazing oh i love when people travel to showcase uh-huh. their work that is so cool i'm so proud of yeah. you and i Thank know you. i've seen you in a couple of gdg in new york so mm-hmm. welcome and mm-hmm. i see you're doing pretty good thing with the community so what do you think about the community so far community is amazing so basically i think for this i have to credit to my friends so i have mm-hmm. two of my friends back there in india called supriya and girish yeah so these people got me started with communities nice. so we three together uh, i mean yeah so like we had this plan that actually one of my friend girish who i was talking so he was like we need to get gdg i mean a chapter of gdg in our town because yeah. that is what is missing because we have so many engineers and there is no sense of community here yeah and that's when we started i mean even though i wasn't an organizer because i couldn't commit i had other commitments and i was like it mm-hmm. it wouldn't be fair just committing being an organizer and not giving yeah. my a uh, particular set time yeah so i i said that you know i'll just volunteer i'll help as much as i can Mm-hmm. so those two went ahead and became organizers and you know uh, supriya became a wto yeah. i would volunteer and that is where i got the sense of community like how much we can contribute to people and how much those people can contribute to us like yeah. there's a joy i mean honestly there's joy like just meeting new people listening to them what yeah. they have to say and then inspiring them by calling speakers like how gdg and yc does yeah um, <laughs> yeah so I got started over there, and then when I moved to Sony, so we had this woman in technology chapter, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, so it was uh, already there, but mm-hmm. it was kind of you know um, dying down. Basically, it was not that active, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I took it as my mission to make it active again. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So for almost one and a half to two years, mm-hmm. I was just uh, you know uh, like. organizing events for all basically i mean it says women in technology but you know we are inclusive and we organize events for everybody that's true. so for almost 1500 employees we organize various events we call mm-hmm. so many good people we had such great events like mm-hmm. earlier i mean there was a phase where we had to pull people to attend our events when i had just joined they yeah. like oh, we have a discussion panel please come because we have invited guests over yeah. but then after this oh my god like we have 100 people 200 people voluntarily coming mm-hmm. to our events so that was one amazing street and interacting with women again is like i mean i get to learn so much 
and how there's so much biases amongst ourselves yeah like to mention this one so we had this uh, i know lunch you know with all senior people at sony senior women people and i think two women uh, a woman in technology people from i think culver city california they had come down and yeah. we all were having lunch and discussing and so uh, one of my senior pointed out this uh, during that uh, discussion that me being a woman how even i am biased and why we need women in tech yeah. so she so she's the director and mm-hmm. she had this opportunity to send somebody uh, on site to work on site yeah. and she had two you know candidates that she could send one was a man and one was a recently wed woman mm-hmm. and so uh, when she had that decision to make she didn't i mean it was like she directly assumed that oh because she is recently wed she might not go yeah. and she didn't even ask her and she just asked the man and she said him and then later on she realized that how bad it was on my part i mean i just dropped somebody of her opportunity yeah. she could have gone right so yeah. i ha- i have this bias and with women in tech that is what we want to do you know make sure that what mistake i did nobody else repeats so nobody has this bias yeah we have to give equal opportunities to everybody so that was yes. one amazing discussion <laughs> yeah.